Hello and welcome to Speech Rebranding with Abimbola Oshiri. Now, like I mentioned in my welcome note, I made you know that the two main areas I will be talking about are pronunciation and grammar. Because the first thing you could notice or you will notice when a person speaks is how words are being pronounced and then how the words relate with one another during the person's speech. So that is grammar. Grammar has to do with the set of rules, getting the use of or getting the relationship between words of a language. And so these two have to go hand in hand. And now over time, we've seen that the world is becoming um, more. Yes, we called it a global village for, uh, years ago. Now to me, it's becoming more like a global street. Because it's so possible for you to uh, figuratively walk out of your house just to the house of a person right there on the other side of the world, of the world rather, via your phone, either through the social media. Yes, social media is becoming more vast these days. And then just because you have a connection to the Internet and then you have a smartphone or maybe you have other sort of devices even the least you could have is a smartphone and before you know it you're connecting to the person on the other side of the world so the world is becoming more like a global street not even a global village and before you know it if you're not going to agree whether or not you agree language is very key language is very important and in the in the internet space today about 52 percent of the information made available that percentage comes in English language and that means uh, th that means a whole lot of things but because I'm not here to talk about that I just want to talk about the challenges non-native speakers face with the use of English language because if 52% of the message we're having on the internet if, the, if that percent is in English language then it doesn't automatically mean that 52% of people in the world actually speak English language. No, only about 20% of people in the world today speak English language. Maybe altogether, whether it's first language, second language, like only about that percentage. But the language is becoming more of a global language amongst others that are leading in that sphere. So today, like I mentioned, I'll talk about the challenges faced by non-native speakers of English language. Now, aside them having difficulty with the different dialects and the accents of English language or not knowing or not being familiar with certain expressions like idioms and um, figures of speech and all that those are, are to me those are let's say more on the deeper level but let's uh, maybe uh, on the surface level so let's go to the main things that could actually trigger some of these so I'll mention five reasons or five challenges faced by non-native speakers of English language. The first one is pronunciation. Like I mentioned, that is the first thing you'll hear, the first thing you'll notice when a person is speaking. And so I want to say share and I say share. Now I've said it the wrong way. Now that is even too far. That is still on on vowel sounds. Let me just talk about consonants. Like a person wants to say thing and the person is saying ting. Or person wants to say word and the person saying word or word now i am a nigerian and then um these two sounds are not available in the nigerian 
in languages of Nigeria. So it means that if you do not have certain speech sounds in English language, we don't have them present in your local language, you won't be able to pronounce words that have those speech sounds in English language. Now, for thing, thing has the dental fricative, which is the voiceless one. Now, I don't, in my teachings, I won't be going into those terminologies because what we want to do is to be able to get results faster and then gain access, not access to them. So now that sound is not available in any of the Nigerian languages I know. So the average Nigerian that has not learned to say th would actually say t because that is the closest sound to the sound th. So instead of a person saying thing or something, the, per the person would say ting or something. Then on the other hand for word. Now, it's either a person says word or word. And word means, uh, could mean, you know, children or a child, or it could mean uh, a, a room in the hospital. So you can see how this could really change the meaning of what you're trying to say. Or wed. Wed actually means um, to get married. <laughs> so th th that is just it. Now imagine you're talking with somebody and then you say uh, thing when you mean thing, or you say word when you mean word. Now that is really going to change the meaning of what you're trying to say and the person might have to start trying to now understand your individual word, uh, words and that is something else entirely it's going to cause a whole lot of interference in the discussion remember now you can connect with people via the, via the the internet or social media and edit, uh, just with your smartphone or maybe with other devices but the easiest one to make use of is your smartphone so you're not just connecting with people in your immediate environment, you're connecting with people all over the world and it's just better to remain on the safer side by saying the things you actually mean to say. So, now you see how long I took on pronunciation because this is quite a big factor. Then the other one is grammar. Oh dear. Grammar is another uh, big challenge because the English grammar is quite complicated. For verb tenses alone, you have so many versions to learn so many forms of verb tenses to learn verbs on their own you have the irregular verbs the regular verbs i'm still talking about okay when we talk about present tense and past tense and so many other things are meant to be put in place like you can't say um the boy sing you have to say the boy sings you can't say the children plays you have to say the children play now these are just fractions of the things that could go wrong when it comes to grammar and so with all of these once you mistake one for the other the meaning changes for example i am eating and i will eat there are two different things there are two different things i'm eating means okay it's something i'm doing currently i will eat or i will be eating actually mean something i am yet to do that will be done later so then the third one is vocabulary now when i say we need to get the bag although it is not important or we have to get we want to get the bag although it's not important now the first one is just not really pointing out the meaning because uh, the, uh, uh, an accurate meaning because you saying you need something means that thing is important to you so it's either you say we need the bag because it is important or we want the bag although it's not important but you saying we need the bag, although it's not important, is just like negating what the first, first said. But you see, need and want seem to almost mean the same thing, but 
they are actually not just the same way accept and receive another same thing you could receive something without actually accepting it now uh, the, the, these have to do with vocabulary uh, issues and then if you're not careful you might be passing the wrong message across to a person and then the last two I'll mention will be on uh, writ- the written aspect of English language and so you have a spelling and punctuation now you will see people rather in social media typing in all caps meaning all through capital letters and what they don't know is that it's as if they are screaming out their lungs on social media or maybe even in emails or maybe on other um important uh will i say formal platforms like linkedin and all that you you don't type in all caps except you mean to lay emphasis now these are some of uh, punctuation issues like there are people who do not know that okay when you ask a question you put a question mark when you want to explain you put an exclamation mark when you want when you're not through with uh, the things you're saying your ellipses should not be more than three dots three full stops okay americans call that period so your ellipses should not be more than three or lesser than three so these are some of the things that people do not know when it comes to punctuation then on the other hand we have spelling so for the issue of spelling there and now because many words are being mispronounced by the time they are being mispronounced they also get to affect the way a person spells something so by the time you say i thought you would be coming now what the person will most likely write or type would be i thought the t a u g h t you would be coming Remember, the person isn't pronouncing th- properly, and that's why the person is now thinking what he or she actually said was T A U G H T, which is actually not the right thing to say because you would actually what do you mean is to say I thought T H O U G H T you were coming. So these are some of the issues, and there are people who don't know that. And homophones could also cause issues like here and here, H E R E and H E A R. There are people who would say. I can hear you and what the person would type would be H E R E instead of say instead of typing H E A R. So there are so many of these that could come to play when using on making use of English language and this could be quite challenging for non-native speakers of the language. So you could connect with me via social media on Instagram the ha- the tangle the, the handle rather is eloquence for elite e l o q u e n c e f o r e l i t e s and on facebook i am abimbola wisdom ushidi abimbola a b a a b i m b o l a wisdom w i s d o m and ushidi o s o d i so connect with me let's keep let's continue with this conversation there and then if you have comments contributions and questions please send them and let's see how far we could go with this